Ready, set, game cast. Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the half-elf warlock, Darian. Yo! And the human barbarian, Teddy Chinaris. I'm a barbarian? Okay, fine. Jeez, I would rather be a human paladin, but that's fine. I... I have previously asked what you would character you would play if you played D&D. And... Oh, have you? I didn't I don't think I said barbarian. I'm pretty I don't think good. I, I was ever like that callback though. <laughs> anyway, as you make your way through the forest on your way to the city of Neverwinter, you hear a rum- You hear a rumbling in the thick bush. Three kobolds jump out with daggers. Thick. The closest one to you shouts, "Give us your gold and we might let you live." What do you do? So how many people are there again? Sorry. Three kobolds jump out with daggers. Okay. Um, do we, are me and Darian both equipped with like enough like gear to yeah, you, like fight? You can have whatever you want. You don't have. Okay. So they're threatening us, right? Yeah. Darian, are we just going to fuck them up? Yeah. Okay. Fuck them up. That's, that's Ro- the call. Roll initiative. I no. I got 11. Got a 20. <laughs> okay. Roll my imaginary dice. Tip. I can roll my other set of dice for Teddy. Do it. I mean, I could also pull up something that's literally like. No, 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 no. I can. I have another set of dice if we need it too. Okay. What did te- What did Teddy get? I mean, you could. A Twelve. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, uh, Teddy will go first, then the Cobalt, then Darian. Teddy, what do you do? Oh god! Well, normally it's not like you got all these skills and whatnot. I don't think you know what I gotta do is barbarian. Can I just run up to the nearest one and just say, "You ain't getting none of my money," and I just like slice him on his legs? You know what I mean? Like uh, whatever weapons I got. Sure. Roll roll a uh, d twenty for attack. Yeah. Pull up the oh. Here. He got an eighteen. You got. Oh! That that's a hit. Now roll. Yeah. <laughs> roll a uh, d6 for damage. Just one d6. One d6. A five. Uh, that is one dead kobold. You have taken oh! out. You did it. One of the kobold. Yeah, only two left. Let's go. Uh, one of the remaining kobold says no, Jerry, and uh tries to strike back. Uh. Okay. Sorry, Jerry. I'm just I'm just gonna give you the same stats that the uh, Cobalt have. Make it a fair fight because this is a cavern. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! No, no, no. He has like a health of like eleven. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll, level we'll, we'll one. Say... We got eleven. Okay, uh, they rolled a eleven. <laughs> so, uh, Bill the Cobalt tries to uh, stab you with his dagger, but misses. Darian's up. Um. Okay, I'm gonna cast Acid Splash. Okay, 
you... on the two of them. I hurl a bubble of acid. I choose one creature within range or choose two creatures within a range that are within five feet of each other. Okay. My range is 60 feet, so I imagine they're close enough. Yeah. And I imagine they're standing next to each other. Um, and the target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 acid damage. Oh. Now, I think wizard's spell casting modifier... I've only would ever played be D&D it's intelligence. So I imagine that my uh, my dexterity is probably going to be like ten or eleven, maybe twelve, if I rolled really well. Okay, at so level one. Uh, what do you need to roll? <laughs> What's the he roll? needs to roll a dexterity save, or they both need to roll dexterity saving throw. If they fail, they'll take one d six acid damage. Okay, versus your roll. Versus verse my dexterity. So that's you can choose if it's 10, 11, or 12, just based on stats I've had in the past. Okay, we'll give you just a high one. We'll give you a 12. Um, no. no? You, can, you can have a 12. Tiny was it, sorry. Well, I, wonder if you, I wonder if you should be rolling and then adding. My spell cast level? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going to roll. I don't know Think, what's they got a 17 plus 2, so that would be 19. Oh, I imagine that's definitely going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. So they, roll bo- so they, roll so for both. They, they dodge the acid. Teddy's up. Did they each dodge? Wait, 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 wait. No, I, you have to roll for I, each one. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'm just counting them as one, but we'll, we'll roll them separately. Okay, so uh, the other guy rolled a 10 plus 2. Um, and we're going with, with, with you having a 12. So uh, we'll say that one of them took the damage. How much was the damage? 1d6 acid damage. Okay, roll so a 1d6. So acid damage. You got a d6? I got a 4. You got a 4? Then yeah. he is still alive. Wow. But he, he is just messed up. His skin's peeling <laughs> off. He is not looking good. Yeah, I guess he did just get splashed with that with acids. Okay, Teddy's up. Um, what what kind of things can I do? I don't know. Attack them, basically. Uh, can I can I first apologize for murdering their friend Jerry? I didn't fully know that they were all comrades, but it had to happen. You know, and with that, I sure I have an axe now. I pull out my axe, I throw it. And try and hit him right, right in the forehead. You you're, you're you're throwing the axe. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that would be a ranged attack. God. Fuck it. Uh, roll a d twenty. Okay, I got I got I pulled up a website. Okay. Go. Nine. Nine. That's a miss. Wow. Can. The, okay, fine. You you did not exceed their armor class, so thus oh, you missed. Okay. Well, I I mean you haven't played, but yeah, so your role has to be higher than their I've, armor class. I've played before. I'm just joking around. Okay. I'm just saying, wow. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> That's all I'm doing. the the acid splash uh, damn uh, cobalt says it's too late. You must die for Jerry's life, and <sighs> he. Swings and misses very badly. Wow. <laughs> well, good. Falls over on himself. 
Uh, no, it wasn't that Can bad. Can he fall onto his own sword? Uh -oh. it, it was not. It was not a critical <laughs> miss, but he he <laughs> did not hit. It was not close. Darian, you're up. Okay, give me just a sec. Um. I just want to let you guys know I was not aware we were about to play a little miniature Dungeons Dragons game tonight. I did not okay. know that that was happening. I know, that's why um, I was surprised. I'm going to use the I planned spell. for this. Like, I, was, I rolled up in your guys' stream and was like, hey, if you play Dungeons & Dragons, what, what kind of character would you play? And I probably said I've played it once before and I was a paladin. <laughs> I th I'm pretty sure... Uh... I know that you were like a human fighter is what I wrote down, but I remember you saying barbarian. Maybe you said paladin. Oh, I don't know. I said I I played a paladin before, and I was like, pr I probably was like, eh, if I were to do it again, maybe I'd do a fighter. Oh yeah, that might that might be what I wrote down. Anyway, Darren. Man, you know, I'll imagine myself as a little tiny. Darren, you got attack. You gotta. You yeah. gotta. You're gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. So I'm gonna take a melee attack against him, but really? um, yes, yeah, so, but it's um, I'm casting the spell Green Flame Blade. Okay. What's it do? Um, as part of the action used to cast the spell, you must make a melee attack with a weapon against one creature within the spell's range, mm -hmm. which is five feet. So I imagine we're close enough to do that if they jump. Yeah, in front yeah, of they're us. they're pretty close. Um, otherwise the spell fails. So um, on a hit, the target suffers the attack's normal effects, and green fire leaps from the target to a different creature of my choice that I can see within five feet of it. A second creature takes fire damage equal to my spellcasting ability modifier. And uh, Tiny Wizard says that that would actually be um, likely. Well, I don't. Mm. Okay, well anyway, let's just so... let's just see if you hit. So roll a d twenty. Okay, yeah. So I got an eleven. Okay, that uh, we're we're gonna assume against his AC. Yeah, we'll we'll give you a dagger uh, because that's what they have as your weapon. Uh, well, I mean we'll give you the oh. stats of a dagger. Uh, so with the uh, hit mod or with the plus four that that'll hit their. They'll exceed their armor class. Uh, so now what happens? So it hit them? Yeah, it hit them. So I would do damage against the target. Okay, to be clear, you hitting the guy who has not taken damage or the acid guy? Um, I'm going to attack the other guy. The, the guy wow. who has not taken damage, okay. Well, and then green mm. fire is going to leap to the guy who took acid. Oh, okay. Okay, so what's going on? So I have to roll for melee damage, okay. which I don't know what that is on a dagger. Uh, it would be a D four plus two. <clears throat> uh, that is three so, plus two. That is five. five. So the, that is a three. So the dagger takes out the first kobold by itself. And okay, then, and, and the, then the green fire leaps to the target. Okay. And then the. It takes fire damage equal to my spellcasting ability modifier, which at level one I would assume would be plus one or plus two, depending on yeah, how well what, I rolled. Yeah, if it's plus so, anything, that's that takes yeah. takes them both out. Perfect. The 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 kobold uh, lay dead at your feet, and you have won the day. Yeah. Okay. We, we did it. And now, can we take their stuff? Uh, yeah. Let's sure, loot they, their bodies. They had. They had a dagger and a sling, <laughs> each of them. Okay, well, no that will give us a whole one copper coin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no gold? Okay. So, time time to talk about video games. <laughs> 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 I thought that's what we were doing the whole time. That was great. 
I hope you guys enjoyed that. I, I put, put all put my some, dice yeah, yeah. away. I put some thought into that. I, uh, I definitely had no idea what to do other than just uh, swing my axes, but yeah. that's fine. There, <laughs> there was a point where I was thinking of like generating you guys' characters and sending them to you and stuff, but I was like, that, this that's site. a bit much. Yeah. If you want to do something like that again, they have pre-made character sheets for quick play. Uh, I was thinking probably. That's where I pulled up <laughs> my... <laughs> I was going to use it for stats, but I didn't have the spells that I wanted attached to it, so I didn't end up uh, using mm, it at all. Mm. But uh, I could we, have. Uh, we killed the, the thieves. Yes. I'm happy. Good job. We did it. Uh, oh, wait. That's, that's, co- that's <laughs> copyrighted. I, I, th- I think you could get away with Demonetized. it. Demonetized. <laughs> uh, so, Darian, other than Dungeons & Dragons, what have you been playing? Uh, just a lot of League of Legends and some Player Unknown Battlegrounds. What else? And is also, I've been influenced by a good friend of mine to play another silly little game, but I will let him talk about that. Oh, okay. Uh, so, has there been anything going on in League or PUBG lately? Uh, PUBG, I mean, we've got some news for them, but, uh, other than, I don't know if the patch, uh, I don't know if the patch came out before or after the last time, or the last podcast, but there was a really overpowered gun added to the game called the Mini-14. I don't remember if that was before or after last podcast. Is it still super overpowered? It's so overpowered. It's like (laughs) a, it's like a, it's a sniper rifle, but it takes... Like the the probably the second most maybe third most common ammo, very common ammo, and it's very strong. It's great. Doesn't it very come accurate out of a crate? too? No, it's you find it anywhere. It's the mini fourteen. Yeah. You can find it anywhere, and it's super strong and bullshit. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite gun. <clears throat> Uh, and League, we're just, it's ca- coming to the end of season. They just announced the Victoria skin. It's going to be Graves. I'm, I couldn't care less about that. <laughs> I hate I like Graves. I Graves for a solid <laughs> hour in my life. They need to give him back his cigar. But I don't ever play him. He's not at all my play style. Like, I can't, he's too clunky for I, me. I, I always had problems with him. I played him before they, like, massively reworked him. And at a yeah. certain point, they reworked him so much, I remember he was, like, Everyone was doing like Graves Jungle for a little bit. I was like, what? That's still what? where he primarily goes. Really? Like, if you see a Graves, you assume he's Jeez. in the jungle. Like they ruined his eighty carry capabilities. Back in my day. And by played him then, I mean probably for about four matches. So. <laughs> okay, so I uh, I had a few games I was thinking of uh, buying the last couple of weeks. I was thinking of getting Cave Story, uh, maybe thinking about uh, playing some Elite Dangerous. But what I ended up settling on playing was a little game called Fallout Shelter. You might remember it from when Fallout 4 was about to come out. They released a little mobile game about building uh, Fallout and taking care of the people. And it's on... Making, making babies? Yeah, yeah it's on uh, Steam now. And they have done a lot of updates. Um, there's a whole quest system. Uh, there's a lot of new buildings and or rooms, I guess. And and they got pets. You can get little dogs and cats and stuff. And you reeled me in. That's all I need to know. It's it's 
it's actually very like fun and, and like I'm really enjoying my time with Fallout Shelter now and uh, I named one of the people uh, Dexterity, so I guess that piqued Darian's interest, and she's now playing. <laughs> Is that what it took? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm naming my character after you. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to play it. <laughs> I need this I game now. I download the game now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, uh, and now in between matches, I play it too. I'll pull it up. Yeah, it's it's a great game to like, you know, just check in once in a while. And, and also, like, there's enough stuff to do now with the quest system and uh, everything kind of popping off that you can have it running uh, constantly and like you can't do it all of the time, but like it's a great game to have open while you're watching a TV show or something and then like make sure everything's clicked and then, oh, rad roaches are attacking. Let me move my guys around and stuff and go back to watching a show. And then, I mean, it's still like, you wait on the timers. It's still trying to encourage you to pay money to speed things up and and stuff. But I haven't spent any money. They've been very good about handing out the free or the paid currency and giving you stuff like lunch boxes and uh, the robots and stuff as rewards for completing objectives. So if you if you have played Fallout Shelter when the game first came out and we're like. Oh, this is fun, but a little bit thin. Like, I'd I'd recommend checking it out again. It's it they've added a lot of stuff, and it's actually pretty cool now. I played it when it came out. <clears throat> I think it came out like in summer. I think it was 2015 at this point. Yeah, because that's when Fallout 4 came out. I played it there, and it, I remember it dropping uh, around the same time of like I was starting college, so I had to do like the welcome week orientation garbage that was awful. Uh, and the whole time I was just playing Fallout Shelter just all week. And then eventually, I was like, I just, I don't, I'm just not really having fun. I'm just going to close this. It's cool, but it's very much a time waster for me. Yeah, I mean. I was going to say, on your list of, like, what you've played, did you only play Fallout Shelter this past week? I mean, I, uh, <laughs> Or is that the main uh, one you just wanted to I talk about? played a little bit of the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta, just a few matches. I haven't... Yeah loved my time with it i i played the uh starfighter mode uh just today like the the they've got the one mission uh where you're attacking feed on as a ground combat and just i don't feel like i'm contributing anything with that game like even if i, I never i know ne- in that game mode yeah, is what you yeah. probably mean. Because I never, I never in any sort of FPS or third-person shooter as well, I guess, any sort of big competitive shooter, I don't, I've never liked big team sizes when they're like 40 players, 64 players on a map. I'm like, that's like a negative for me because I, I never feel like I'm making any difference. If it, That's why I've always loved, even especially like 1v1 type games, but like competitive games where it's 2v2, 4v4, like really tight, that's, one of the reasons why I really like the 4v4 change in Destiny. Like, it, it the less people there are, the more uh, you, the more ability you have to actually make a difference on a team. But yeah, I didn't really like the Naboo mode uh, very much, but I liked it all right. I, I'll I'll give a differing opinion on the Battlefront beta. Hey, right, what have you been uh, playing, Teddy? Uh, Destiny two, like usual. Uh, you, not too much happened really in the last two weeks. Have you but, kind of? Uh, I I've noticed a lot of people seem to have fallen off 
Destiny 2. Like, they kind of did the raid. They did a lot of people platinum the game and then just kind of stopped. Have, have you still been playing it as much as you played Destiny 1, you know, no. back then? No, absolutely not. No, I mean, that's no. But I didn't really expect to do that, honestly. But, uh, no, I, I've, I haven't really even fallen, fallen off. I just... I played Destiny 2 from the day it released. I remember, I think it was either three weeks or four weeks went, went by, and then I just realized, I was like, I haven't opened a different game in three to four weeks. Like, I, I haven't opened another game. And then that's when I was like, okay, for a couple days I played something else, and that was mainly like this last weekend. On Friday, normally on Friday night, we have a Trials team where we get, to, get together and play Trials, but... One of them was working, and I was like, I'm not going to find a fourth person. And I asked the other two if they wanted to, and they never responded. So I'm like, I guess we're not playing Trials tonight. So I got on, and I was like, I really have been looking into Cuphead. So I bought Cuphead. I played that Friday night, and then I played a little bit of the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. And then I can't I think on Thursday as well, I played some Halo 5 multiplayer a little bit and a couple of rounds of everybody's golf. But no, I haven't really fallen, fallen off of uh, Destiny 2 like completely. It's still like... It's pretty much where I thought I would be with it. Where I'm like, I want to do three raids each week. I want to do all the uh, the flashpoints and like the nightfalls and pretty much all the stuff for the powerful engrams because I want to get all my characters 305, get all the exotics, get all the raid gear, and then I'm happy. But most of it is like, I like I want to do the third raid on Thursday night, which is like nobody, not many of the people I play with have three characters raid ready. A lot of them have two. That, so I did it twice. I did it on Tuesday and Wednesday, but then on Thursday I was like, "Anybody want to raid?" And, and then tumbleweed. So a lot of it's just dependent on people, and uh, it's just not as many people for doing everything three times. Uh, but yeah, that's mainly what I want to do with it. But I've been really, really enjoying Cuphead. Cuphead is a lot of fun, but very hard. Uh, but that is a that is a good video game right there. Um, and Halo 5 multiplayer is always a blast. I love SWAT. I love Halo 5 multiplayer. Good. Um, and then everybody's golf is always fun. So I played a couple of rounds of that on, I think, Thursday nights. And, and I was like, man, I miss this game. I really want to get to the point where you have the golf cart and you can unlock fishing in that game. I want fishing. I want to do that. Uh, so one of these days I'll do that. Um, but yeah, the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. Let me fucking tell you guys, I have, I had so much fun playing that. I think it's, like I said, I think it was Friday night. I did it uh, for the first time. I played for like an hour and I logged in and I went over it. You can do like these arcade scenarios. There's like two of them and one's like regular and the other, you can be like Darth Maul and it's awesome. And the Darth Maul, so far, the actual gameplay just controls way better than it did in the first game. Like it actually feels tight the first game was very kind of floaty like is it and nothing was really precise i don't know something about the controls of the first game didn't feel too good for me but this one feels a lot better um so i played that the darth maul is awesome and as soon as i loaded up the game and heard the i was like yes we're in there and then i loaded up darth maul and just murdered a bunch of people it was it's really fun but the starfighter assault the uh the strikes one is like i think 16 people and it's like smaller the naboo one which we talked about is like 40 players but the starfighter assault i think is 20 i think there's 10 on each uh, team i 
do not understand why I love it so much. But the Starfighter Assault is so satisfying. Like, as soon as I load in with your ship and you, I immediately start flying around, I'm just, like, zoned in. I'm locked in. I'm, like, mesmerized by it. It's just, like, so authentically Star Wars. The sound of it sounds so good. And, like, you're legitimately doing barrel rolls and diving and doing all these, like, evasive maneuvers and, like, locking on, like... It's a lot of fun, and Battlefront 2 was honestly low on my list as, like, games that I wanted this fall, but after playing the beta, I'm like, that's moving up the list. <laughs> I'm very, very excited for that game when it fully comes out. Yeah, uh, the beta actually gave me the opposite <clears throat> reaction. I had it pre-ordered, and it made me cancel my pre-order. What, I, what I've decided I'm going to do, I still really want to play the story, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to rent it, and then play the story, and then you know, return it because that's a bummer. I don't think I'm going to get into the multiplayer. That's a bummer. I see that. My thing is I didn't think I would either. And then I played it and I was like, Oh, looks, looks like it's gonna, gonna be fun. And one of my other things is like, uh, when they first announced battlefront, the first one, I was like, I played a lot of star Wars battlefront two on the PS two. That was one of my first like console games. I love that game so much. Um, and I did a lot of, like, the replayable single-player kind of stuff uh, that were kind of arcadey, like the Galactic Conquest, which is a bummer that this doesn't have Galactic Conquest. But I was like, if this game has, like, a single-player, grindy, sort of arcadey-style thing, I'll be even happier. And it does. The arc- there's li- It's literally called Arcade. And it has all these scenarios, and then there's- you can do it on uh, higher difficulties and move on through, and they feature different characters on different maps. I'm very excited to do uh, more of the arcade stuff. That that's gonna be fun. But yeah, had a good a uh, good couple of weeks playing a lot of different video games. I, it was nice to take a break from Destiny Two for a little bit. But on Tuesday, gonna play that Prestige raid that's gonna drop. Uh, so I didn't put this in the document uh, because I honestly forgot about it. But now that I'm thinking of it, uh, so speaking of the old Battlefront games. Uh, oh yeah! They they brought the servers back for the PC version of Battlefront Two, so which I need to just log on and like do a game just for fun. Yeah, I need to do that. Uh, Gog, Gog ended up taking over the uh, server end of that, so people playing want who want to play the classic Battlefront Two can play that again. So, for anybody who was which, like, I want this when to the be beta ends, that's where I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> For people who are like, actually, I didn't like the, this Battlefront 2. I want the old one. You can literally go play the old one. Um, so that was a quick thing I just threw in. But let's get in to the news. The news. Uh, yeah, you cut out. Uh, the, the Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer came out. Have either of you played Red Dead Redemption? Nope. Hell no. I want to. I won't, but I want to. That's one of those things where you got to be realistic, you know? It's like I want to play it. Everyone tells me to play it, but, like, will I? With all the games that I have and whatnot, like, even if I owned it. I have so. I bought Dishonored 2, like, last year, and I, did, I haven't <laughs> opened it. I haven't opened it. Like, that's a full $60, like, really big. When Dishonored the Definitive Edition came out to PS4, I played through that, and it was great. And I was like, oh, cool, because I had missed Dishonored when it originally came out. And I was like, cool, I'm ready for the sequel. And then, never played the sequel. Same with Gears of War 4. 
Gears of War 4 came out that holiday. The summer before Gears of War 4 came out, I played through all the Gears of Wars for the first time. And let me tell you, that was fun, but also a chore. Because Gears of War games are great. They are a lot of the same. And that's fine. But when you play through all of them in a row, it gets a little gets a little much. But then 4 came out in the fall, and I didn't haven't opened it. It's bad. Anyways, Red Dead. Okay, so your answer is no, you have not played it. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I, I would was, like uh, to, but I will not. That was a I long... didn't see when you flew the ship over when it was live, but I saw the delay on my stream. Uh, um, so yeah, the trailer came out. It looks like it's going to be a prequel to Red Dead Redemption. Uh, we have not seen John Marston. It he might not be in it, but I re- I I feel like he's gonna show up at some point. It might be another situation like uh, the last Grand Theft Auto where you play multiple characters. So maybe they were showing off one of the characters you play, and then you might play as a young John Marston. Um, there's not too much details in the uh, trailer, other than it looks like the character featured is a straight up like bad guy like it shows off him being like uh, i honestly watched the trailer and thought he was the villain so i was like oh they're showing off the bad uh, apparently everybody's like no that's that's the character <clears throat> like, okay yeah so i guess i mean there was a lot of people who kind of played john marsden as a bad guy and i guess they're embracing that as part of the story um so we got some uh pub g news to talk about uh, first off, uh, PUBG uh, has split off from Bluehole into their own corporation or their own company, um, and along with that, uh, they are seeking uh, investment um, from Tencent, which is like a huge Chinese megacorp. Um, which it was previously previously thought that they had invested in PUBG, but I guess that hasn't happened yet. But that, I guess, will be happening with this uh, spinoff. Uh, which, I mean, it's not really going to affect <laughs> gameplay as much. It's just kind of a little more complicated on the business side. Uh, anything to add? I, I think it's good that they're, like, spinning off. Especially, well, first of all, fucking Blue Hole. What a what a name! Every time I hear that or say that, I'm like Blue Hole. That's such a weird name. Every time so it now pops it's up on my screen, like, I think no, it's the PUBG Corp or whatever. So yeah, that's good. Uh, along with that, it looks. I mean, it looks like they are in talks to bring PUBG to uh, PlayStation Four, uh, which is not surprising. Uh, it will be launching on Xbox first, uh, but. Well, the whole thing with those, the whole thing with those two, with that bit of news, was that uh, the who is it, Brendan Green or Brandon Green? I can't remember. Brendan. Uh, actually, Brendan, uh, player unknown himself, was like the rumor was that he was talking to PlayStation Four uh, or talking to Sony about bringing it to PS Four, and then immediately, like the next day, it was like Microsoft in talks with PUBG Corp to extend uh, exclusivity duration. So. Yeah. Maybe maybe that rumor was going around just be like, hey, Microsoft, throw some more cash. You never know. I mean, it, it'll the other way around. come to PS4 of, like, eventually. That's eventually, just, yeah. but the question is how long are we going to have to wait? And it's just yeah. a matter of, like, how much did Xbox pay them? So, yeah. We'll see. Um, 
another so we talked about a review bombing a little bit uh last year or not last year last episode uh, last year <laughs> we've been going for a while guys. <laughs> 2016 man uh where uh steam had added a little graph to show how reviews changed over time and to help combat uh review bombs but player unknown suffered from a review bomb due to them adding advertisements for a, a vpn uh virtual private network it's basically a service that lets you like uh hide where your internet's or where your connection is coming from it it's a middle thing don't it's anyway another business and people were very upset with that um so like when you load up the game you're seeing advertisements as part of the game for this this business uh we've seen previous ads in battlegrounds uh before but that was for a tournament that they were throwing so it's kind of like oh we don't like this but it's understandable it's something involving this game i guess this you know somebody just paid them to advertise on their game and people are pissed <clears throat> and this along with kind of other stuff they're doing seems like they blue hole or the PUBG corporation or whatever the people in calling the shots <laughs> seems like they are just trying to get the money out of this game while it's a hot thing and will do like they don't seem to care about the longevity. They just want the money, and they, so they're pushing anything that will get them that advertisements from whoever will pay them. I don't know. I it really scares me about what what their thoughts and plans for PUBG are. They seem to be making bad businesses. Uh, I think it's super clear that they care about the game. They care about like the longevity of it. But I think at a certain point, they probably thought that it wasn't going to be as big of a deal as it is. So they were like, if we can make some more money with it, then sure. That's what I figure well, happened. I mean, if they care, I mean, sh I'm sure they want it to have longevity, but se selling ads on your game that previously did not have like there there have been games that have like billboards in them and yeah. the, you know it's not the first game to have ads but uh adding them in seems like a cash grab sure so but it's that doesn't mean they don't care about the longevity of I, I, game, I suppose you know i suppose it's like they, they can do a little bit of both i guess uh what do you think darian Do you care know. about the ads? <laughs> Not really. I feel Never. like they definitely. I. I. Teddy has a point. They definitely are. They blew up probably more than they anticipated, and. Yeah. Well, yeah, I. I believe that too. Uh, which is, seems like. I mean, I think they blew up, and they're like, okay, how, how can we. Use this to get money rather than like, man, let's let's try and, like, make this great. People love it. I, I feel like especially if Player Unknown is still a part of like actively a part of the game development, like this is his passion project. That's why he left H1Z1's company. Like he yeah. he wanted his passion project taken care of. So if he's still a main part of it, like 
They definitely care about the game. He's not in it for the cash yeah, grab. Yeah. He's in it for making his They're quality making game. Updates, you know, so, so I feel like that. I, I don't think the whole ad thing was because they're trying to make a quick buck. They might be trying to get some more stuff in like in places where it's not quite as common. Like I don't think as many people play in Asian servers, which is why well, it's aren't such they a joke an to Asian play. corporation? Are they? Yeah, they're based. Bluehole was. Yeah, Bluehole's based I in. I think Korea? I think it was South Korean. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that in the game, like if you're not doing well on the. U.S. servers, you go over to the Asian servers well, to feel better about yourself. Shots fired. I, <laughs> so. I think that's just due to, from what I understand, that's kind of due to Asian playstyles where they tend to play more uh, safer. They don't push as hard, as, whereas American players are just like, go, rush, 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 rush. So uh, we're, you know, our techniques kind of take them by surprise. Mm. Is, is what, what I've I've heard is is the way that that kind of works, but yeah, I, it's I, I mean it's not Starcraft. Is unknown? Starcraft's the hot, but the hot thing over there, right? But Player Unknown is an American, right? Yeah, or yeah. Not? They 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 brought Player Unknown an American over to South Korea for to help make oh, the game. Okay. But this Blue Hole is a the Korean. The war of PUBG. Yeah, corporation. Okay, I I don't. I don't really, I didn't, and, but if they're splitting as well, like, yeah. I maybe Bluehole was pushing for the cash grabby, like, money-based stuff, and then PlayerUnknown was like, mm, that's not I'm, what we're here for. I'm, curi- I'm curious what, like, is Bluehole running the corporation? I'm wondering what his role in this new corporation is. Uh, but, as, but to speak about their location, along with uh, splitting off, they will also be opening offices in America and Europe, and they're opening offices basically everywhere they've got major servers. So they're kind of, yeah, you know, extending their reach with that. They're apparently, yeah, which is smart. Apparently, as part of um, uh, creating the PUBG Corporation, they uh, had their worth analyzed, and it is in the billions. With a B, so sounds about right. Yeah, I mean they're they're raking in money with all that uh, crates and stuff, so mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. But they yeah they got money to throw around. Uh, tangentially related to PUBG, Fortnite uh, managed to hit the seven million player mark thanks to their battle royale mode. Uh, on the launch of the the free battle royale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, on the launch of the free battle royale mode, they managed to hit seven million players. This includes people who are playing the solo, the survival uh, version as well. But I imagine a large portion of that was people jumping in to try out uh, the battle royale mode. Uh, Teddy, yeah. you you tried out the battle royale mode what do you think of it yeah as somebody who played who played PUBG, pretty much whenever friends asked and that's pretty much it and didn't really get grabbed by it or anything um the fortnite one was uh relatively fun i mean i also just like the aesthetic better because i just like cartoony aesthetic and i like the uh i like 
just the it, it felt more arcadey even just the mechanics of the shooting just felt more arcadey and i like the idea of the building and all that but i didn't play too much of it i only played like probably an hour an hour and a half but the the matches i did play were pretty fun i can totally see uh that grabbing certain people who may have not have been grabbed by PUBG and may like this so yeah pretty neat pretty cool uh, I, yeah i also jumped in for a couple matches i I honestly really like the crafting of, of building, tearing down and building the buildings, but I, I was playing on uh, PS4 and the combat didn't really feel right to me. Um, so, like, I love tearing down the stuff and and just kind of building a weird thing, but as soon as I ran into another player, I was like, oh, well, I'm, yeah. I'm about to die. <laughs> I just needed, uh, it, it was just weird because, I mean, PUBG's kind of the same way, but I just needed a scope, my guns, and I couldn't find anything with a scope, and it was like, this guy's shooting me over on this hill, I can't, I'm trying, but yeah, I, have, but yeah, I, th I think it's still fun. I right? had like five guns at one point, like it, it doesn't seem to limit, I think, I think five might be the max, but it doesn't limit you to two pl plus a pistol like PUBG does, um, but all of the guns were like close range and I was like, oh, I see those guys over on a ridge, but nothing I have can even like get close to them. So like, okay. Oh, uh, so th this was on the release of their uh, Battle Royale mode and with the pub publicity that their fight with PUBG caused, I feel like a lot of people jumped in to check it out. But yeah. I would love to see what their numbers look like now, because I imagine seven million people have tried it, and maybe one million are still playing. Uh, the th the thing is though, is if you get uh, if you get seven million people to try out your game, and like even even like a quarter of the people who try out that game, like go, oh, this is pretty cool, and they buy the main game, that's that's a lot of money, like. Yeah. If you get them in the door, get them to spend a little bit. Even even just if you get a lot of people in the door and a small amount of that spend a little bit, then that's uh, probably a success. I will say, uh, like I said, I love the crafting. So playing it was made me go, oh, I think I would actually really like the single player experience. So there was a moment there where I was like, oh, maybe I I would play it. But I'm waiting for the full game to go free to play. I don't want to buy. Yeah. I don't want to buy this game that will be free. Because I wanted to buy it for a little bit when it was like the big talk, and then I was, and then I got past that, and I was like, I still do want to buy it, but at this point, I got so many other stuff that I'll, I can wait. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, it's going free to play next year, and that's getting closer every day, so it definitely gets easier to wait. Yeah. Um, did you? I don't think you tried it out at all, did you, Darian? No. I have no interest. You should. In it. You're the it PUBG looks... expert here. <laughs> I I enjoy PUBG a lot because of how the game looks. Because like I played H1Z1, uh, or I guess it's just called Battle Royale now. But uh, or no, King of the Kill. Yeah. Um, and I didn't like it because of the color scheme, like the way the game plays just looks weird to me. And just from what I've seen from like pictures, like I haven't even actually seen any real gameplay. I've just seen like preview pictures and stuff. And I don't I don't think I would enjoy the game as much. It just looks too unrealistic and weird. I don't think oh, I would man. enjoy it very much. Man. I had a friend back in the day, this is a 
Sidebar, real quick sidebar. The game coming out called Wildstar. He wants Star. it to be just an I don't hour. Wanna, I don't, I don't <laughs> get me talking about Wildstar, but I'll do this. I'll make this fast. I was very excited for it. It's a, it was an MMO. I was very excited for it coming out. Um, came out in summer forever ago, but I when it came out, I played it like all summer. But I was really excited for it, and it's this MMO with this really cartoony art style, which I love. But I wanted to get some of my other friends who played MMOs by it, and one of them specifically who is a big everquest 2 player and he's been an everquest 2 player for years and years and years and years um so he and he specifically just doesn't like anything with like a cartoony type art style as i guess when it comes to video games and he was like nah man i just can't do it i just can't do it and eventually i got him downloaded and play it and he's like oh it's not that bad this is, this is all right uh, but he just didn't like the art style i don't get it because i love cartoony art styles it's like ratchet and clank stuff like that i just love the i love like really cute type of stuff like that but yeah i i don't know it feels i mean when you're used to that kind of gameplay in one art style having the exact opposites feels so weird i actually i just looked at a little bit of the gameplay for the battle royale game mode i don't know if i would enjoy the battle royale game mode but i'm interested to see what the rest of the game would be like because i yeah i I might enjoy the base game. I don't know that I'll enjoy that game mode. Yeah. yeah. I, I when def- it goes free, you can try both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. When the free-to-play base game goes free, I'm looking. I'm so excited to jump in with friends and really get into that because the, the, yeah, the, craft, that looks the like crafting feels really good. Like, you can build really cool buildings and kind of go where... it's. It's got... I mean, not to the level of Minecraft, but kind of, like... Crafting feels good in that game. Yeah, and I I don't I don't know how that works with the zombie mode of because in the battle royale thing you just kind of come upon buildings and just tear them down and then rebuild into what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just kind of end up like fi- I found a building and kind of reshaped it and then uh, built like this huge like walkway over the ocean and I was like looking down and then that that was the deal of like. Oh, I'm way up here. I can shoot all of these people, but I don't have a gun that can shoot them. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it definitely makes me... I mean, they got me in the sense of I tried your gameplay. I like it. I don't like this part, but I'm, I'm definitely more excited for the full game. So, I will try yeah. that when it comes out. Uh, we've got a lot of news stories about Nintendo starting... Oh, good old Nintendo. With the fact that the Super NES Classic launch went all right. It seems like everybody who tried to get one was able to. Here's the thing. Not really. Anyone who went to a retail store to get one in the morning yeah. uh, got one. But, like, pre-orders were still left. And even after the the day where everyone, like, got one the first day... Uh, now we're back to like, oh, when is everybody going to restock? Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it definitely went better, but it's was still quite Nintendo. It, the people who were hardcore about it uh, were able to get that. Like, people... Uh, I mean, I, I know a guy who apparently waited seven hours outside of GameStop to get one, and then, like, somebody was like, actually, like, Target has 200 of them. You could have just gone over there. Yeah. Um, so it seems like everywhere had a good stock. I, I think everybody's sold out now. And I think I'm wondering how much of that was just like 
people buying them up because they thought they would be rare. So they possible, you know, oh. resellers and stuff like that. So it's scalpers. Yeah, they they kind of pe- people caused this shortage this time. Not really. I mean, yeah, I'm I don't know. It's to, to I'm not an artificial some. storage. Yeah, so I think it's very possible that some of it is from scalpers, but there's not a billion scalpers in the world. Yeah, yeah, but it certainly went better than the previous one. And yeah. I mean, they'll they'll probably they're gonna keep coming out with more. So it looks like it definitely went better than the previous one. I'm happy yep. about that. Yeah, but I just you know every now and then I'm just like, the PS4 sold a ton when it first came out. I don't think there were were, were there any stock issues. Yeah, the PlayStation Four was every, there. Every every yeah. console has stock issues the, right away. I first that's my thing. I don't remember the release of the PlayStation Four was I, very really interesting. Rough. Yeah, well, I was, wasn't wasn't that I was the able year? to pre-order it at least. I think that was the year that someone got trampled through the door of a well. Yeah, Walmart I mean the Black Friday was is always insane. Yeah, that Black Friday was pretty crazy. But like, I don't think I don't remember there being a lot of people who wanted. APS4 and didn't have one. Like almost everyone I knew who really wanted one had one, like within a month or within yeah. as soon as it came out. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Was uh, well. Ho- hopefully uh, that situation ends up being the same with the SNES. Do either of you uh, looking to get one? No. Uh, no. I want one. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. I like. I can't emphasize enough. I literally can't look to buy anything right now. And I, it'll be like that way for a while. So, yeah. looking yeah. forward to getting stuff. N- no. <laughs> are, are you uh, are you hoping someone will buy one for you? If someone buys one for me, I'll be the happiest little chicken in the world. Chicken. <laughs> okay. Um, I just don't have much of a history with the with the SNES, and by much of, I mean zero. I mean, so. uh, yeah, I didn't have one, and I would I like little, to play but... some of the games, but um, if I just like, if I were to, I I don't want it enough to like worry about it, and also if I were to get any sort of a Nintendo thing, it would be a Switch. Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah and then I'd want the Virtual Console instead. <laughs> yeah, and there's just so many games coming out this fall for me, so I was like, it's fine, <laughs> I'm okay. I don't have any personal attachment to it, so. And I'll, if if the controller. For the SNES Classic would somehow work with the Switch, I would be all about it. Because that's where I want to play my games once the Virtual Console comes out. Mm-hmm. But it won't. But I, there are definitely yeah. some games on the SNES I want to play, but not $80 worth to yeah. play them. So yeah. if they become super... Like, if they're everywhere, if they're super easy to get, and I just happen to have a decent chunk of money just burning a hole in my pocket... Maybe I'll get one, but it's definitely yeah. not something I'm like, yeah, I need this. If I can, I might get one for my brother-in-law for Christmas. Who knows? <laughs> uh, now it is time, as always, for us to chime in about the Splatfests. Which none of us know, because, well, Bryce does. Bryce, yep. you play Splatoon 2. I do have Splatoon 2. I... I'll I'll probably hop in uh, for the Splatfest. They're always fun because everybody's on. I haven't been playing yeah. too much uh, beyond that, mm-hmm. but it's fun to fight for your team and stuff. Uh, so Europe has their own Splatfest going on, and theirs is about toilet paper. <laughs> uh, they're fighting over, should the toilet paper roll be hung in the front, as in the 
uh, paper comes out the front end, or should it be hung in the back so it comes out the back? Where do Otherwise you fall? Otherwise known as over or under. Yes. Where do you fall? Uh, if under wins, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Is under behind? I don't know how I'm going to be able to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to live. I, I, I don't... I won't be able to comprehend. The answer is in the front. It is over. You So you can... If you want to get toilet, you can just... Well, I expect... Just grab... Rolls right down. No. The answer is in the front, and there's no other answer. That's all. Darian? Uh, whatever way it goes on. Wow. I, I don't have a preference. I just pull it out and put it on. I don't give a shit. That's what she Actually, said. I do give a shit. <laughs> I have to use oh! toilet paper a lot. So, like, I don't care how it goes. As long as there's some on the roll, I'm good. Okay. I was so happy you, you got the give a shit joke. I was like, I was going to make it. I was like, I'm going to wait. There we go. Uh, But, yeah, I, if I was in Europe, I would definitely fight for in front because that is yeah. the correct answer. Uh, it's also I don't understand how it makes sense. Not gifs. Fight me. Anyways. But here in America, we have a different fight. Vampires versus werewolves. I'd rather have the toilet paper. <laughs> Darian. Vampires versus I, werewolves. I, I'm a vampire fangirl, so vampires all the way. Big fan of those Twilights? Uh, no. <laughs> vampire fangirl? Doesn't like Twilight. What, what's your favorite vampire movie? Uh, I don't like vampire movies. I like vampire What, you books. like real-life vampires? What's... You're just a big fan of going out on the street and <laughs> seeing like vampires vampire with books. In, oh, okay, what's your favorite vampire okay. book? It's called Vampire Kisses. It's really <laughs> cheesy. <laughs> vampire. I read it when I was in middle school. Can you tell me it's what... It's about this... Okay, go it's ahead. It's about this gothic girl... And her, I don't, what's her name? Her name is, uh, is Raven Madison. And she's just this cute little goth girl. And she <laughs> falls in love with this vampire named Alexander. I think his name is Alexander Sterling. You know what this sounds like? Sounds like the hit TV show, Wizards of Waverly Place. I was going to say it sounds like Twilight. No, 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 no. Because, because... Twilight, they're all sparkly and stuff. This is he's like a legit vampire where like he he can't go out during the day, he's allergic to sunlight and he doesn't show up in mirrors, but he shows up in pictures and stuff. But I don't know. It's just like this cute little romantic story. But I also read a really good one that's not not nearly as like uh aimed at like younger, like pubescent girls like little teenage girls um it's called uh, vampire academy and it actually goes into detail about like different kinds of vampires like pure blood vampires and half blood vampires and then they've got cool russian names for all of them like i think uh strigoi i think is how you say it and they're the pure blood and then there's i don't remember what i think they're like uh Oh gosh, I don't remember what the half blood are called, but it's really Fake fan blade. What? No, 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 I haven't read these books in a while though. Like, yeah, no. give me a break. And they're not even English words, like. So, <laughs> uh, but they're yeah, they're. I don't know. I like vampires. Vampires are. I always wanted to be a vampire. <laughs> of course. Uh, my only what do experience I be with when vampires. Vampire. <laughs> my only experience with vampires. Uh, I think the way I stopped playing Elder Scrolls Oblivion was I somehow, I was like, 
I I want to say accidentally, but like I didn't really know what it would do. But I did a thing where I was like, yeah, I'll be a vampire. Hell yeah, dude. And then I walked outside. And I was like, oh, huh. I die in the huh. sun. Legitimately, you, di you die. I was like, I'm not going to play this game by just turning it to nighttime every single time I want to. No, I'm not doing this. And that's when I stopped. I'm pretty sure. Um, and the way to uh, cure your vampirism was, like, super complicated. And I had to, you know, walk outside to do it. So. Oh, that's fucked. In Sims, in all the Sims, or, or I played a lot of Sims 2, and I would always, uh, I had the nightlife expansion, so, like, you could turn your vampire, or your tur turn your Sims into vampires. And I'd make my Sim go to the, the dark nightclub where the vampires hung out mm. and, like, fall in love with a vampire, be really close with <laughs> a vampire so that they would turn into a vampire. Good old Sims. And their turn-ons were, like, uh, vampires in underwear, and their turn-offs were, like, body odor or something stupid like that. But, like, <laughs> turn-ons, vampires. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sims uh, letting you live out your dreams, you know? Yep. Speaking of uh, vampires, my experience with uh, vampires in video games, uh, there's a video game called The Yarg, uh, which is a real cool, like, story. The Yog? Yeah, The Yog. Uh, where, Yogs, yes. uh, basically, a disaster happens to uh, the city, and you play before the disaster and a little bit after the disaster. Mm. You just play up to the disaster, and it tells you the outcome based on what you did before. Okay, yeah. I played a lot of The Yog. Um, it was a good I, game. I play with my friends a couple times, and, uh, the like... I basically spent most of my time like fighting crime <laughs> in the alley, and uh, as one does, this chick came up to me and and was like, "Hey, you want to earn some money?" And I'm like, "Sure." And she's like, <laughs> "Hey, just like let me like suck your blood for a little bit." I'm like, oh, whatever. And yeah, I I uh, sure. ended up what turning into wrong? I ended up turning into a vampire, and then when the Yog uh, yeah. ended up happening. I apparently preyed on the victims and turned a bunch of the remaining oh, people into vampires. No. But, like, a lot of people died to disease and stuff, but in the underground, my vampire people were fine. We did great. Oh, well. Congratulations. <laughs> you didn't kill everybody. Well, changed them. But, yeah. That was, that was still not their humanity, but. <laughs> really though i saved their lives let's be real here <laughs> uh teddy vampires versus werewolves i don't give a crap dude toilet paper goes over toilet paper <laughs> i got no i got no opinion on werewolves or okay I, I don't have legitimately i don't think i have any connection to either i mean in wizards of waverly place the werewolves Alex were super had the bad werewolf boyfriend and then that's about it there's no uh So werewolves? Vampires or werewolves Taylor and Percy Lautner Jackson? Or, uh... I don't think so. If there are, it was very minor. And they popped up. Don't they have... mm, I'm not gonna I mean they got centaurs and satyrs and all that kind of stuff. You know. Not really any werewolves or vampires as far as I know. It's more uh Greek mythology, right? Yeah. I mean that's that is Prince Jackson. It's Greek mythology. But then you branch off into the Heroes of Olympus series, which brings in the Roman camp and the Greek camp, and they mesh together. And it's cool because the Greek and Roman gods are almost identical. But they have different they are names. The same. They, they gotta like Yeah, they have different names, but the and their personality are like most of the time the Roman gods are more like warlike. Like even the gods that They're are more like serious. 
Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, even the the Roman god of like I don't know agriculture or whatever is on the Greek side is super super chill. You know, just hanging out farming. And on the Roman side is super chill hanging out farming but also is like if you want to burn down the crops of your enemies pray to me you know what i mean i'm team is a picture of darian reading that's me book that's porn (laughs) (laughs) okay that's the comic book sex criminals i gave it to her um oh i don't think i even said thank you for that thank you for that yeah book i'm really excited to finish it (laughs) uh but yeah, I'm Team Werewolf. Werewolves, vampires are dumb. Um, okay. Next. Is that why you're showing pictures of me? What the fuck? No, I just want something. Fuck to... vampires! I just want something to do with my hands. Uh... <laughs> okay. So, speaking of Super NES, which really this story should probably came after the SNES story. Uh... Professional. Well. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> did you know that uh, Mario has been punching Yoshi in the head? Apparently. And that's messed up, dude. Yes. And the uh, video game, uh, was it Super Mario World? Yep. Uh, when uh, he goes, when you direct Yoshi to stick out his tongue, uh, when they were designing it, uh, they designed Mario to punch Yoshi in the back of the head, and Yoshi would stick out his tongue in surprise. What kind of drugs are they all on, hmm? Nintendo? Jap- That's what I want to know. Japanese people. mushrooms. <laughs> no. Mushrooms. Very, very likely. And yes, I do get it. Because it's mushrooms. You eat the mushrooms and then you eat your baby. You know what I mean. How how do you? Okay, but we were talking about Roman and Greek gods, and I've been looking up pictures of Bacchus, which is the god of agriculture, because he's in Smite. Okay. So- Interesting. I don't know if Bacchus has been referred to in the books. I'm sure he has. Uh, who is? Let's look this up. Demeter. She has something to do with that. Yeah, the goddess of the harvest and agriculture. Yeah. So Bacchus is the Roman is god the Roman? of agriculture, wine, and fertility, and he's. He's drunk in the game. He reminds I, me of Gragas. Huh. I wonder if Demeter is literally the. I wonder if Bacchus is the Roman version of Demeter, because I don't know if there's like a gender no, swap Dionysus like that. Dionysus is Dionysus? the oh, is the yeah. Greek, uh, Greek version. Bacchus is Roman. Yeah, Dionysus is legitimately just the god of wine. So, according to this drunk. website, like when I searched Bacchus, Dionysus was the first hit. Mm. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and if you pull up his Wikipedia, it says uh, Roman was equivalent. A big, uh, was a big character in the first Percy Jackson series. I mean, he still is, I guess, technically. But he was like the really, Demeter's really Roman major equivalent is series. Because he was, he was punished. Uh, and as his punishment, he was Carries. sent down to be the director of uh, the camp. You know? So he was there having to like pretty much. He, was, he pretty much did nothing except for be there and drink wine. And Chiron did everything. But he was there. He was always nice. rude to Percy until one day he was uh, nicer to Percy. And it was great because it was like character development. And they grew his relationship. And it was great. Anyways, video games. Is Hercules in it? Uh, I don't think so. Well, fuck it oh, then. Oh, no, no, no. What's next? Because Hercules <laughs> is a demigod, right? Yeah. 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 They reference him on many occasions because the whole book's, the whole entire book is about demigods. 
So they reference him as like being a legendary figure and like they learned from him and stuff like that. They've said that before. Not sure what. Hercules is my favorite Disney movie. Oh, my favorite and like hand drawn Disney movie. I think Wreck It Ralph might be my favorite like 3D. Wow. Wreck It Ralph's good. Wreck It Ralph is my favorite movie of all time. Wreck It Ralph makes me cry. I have a countdown on my timer. This I have a countdown on my timer. On my phone. In the last 10 10 seconds, there's been more Wreck-It Ralph love than I've heard in the last three years. (gasps) I'm so excited for Wreck-It Ralph 2. It comes out next year in November, and I've got a countdown on my phone. I'm so excited. Okay. Wreck-It Ralph 2 is my favorite movie of all time. (laughs) When uh, when Wreck-It Ralph uh, is going to fall into the volcano, and he's like, sure, he's going to die, and he's like doing... She's bringing out props. Doing the, uh, like... I'm a bad guy. Uh, I am bad, and that is good. I will never be good, and that's not bad. There's no one I'd rather be than me. Yeah, when he says that She's as... not joking. It's her favorite movie. When, when he okay, says that I as he's falling, I, I tear up every time. <laughs> also, Guys, she is why do you... holding a stuffed Wreck-It Ralph <laughs> in her lap right Does now. Does he say shit? <laughs> yeah. Mm. No kidding. Cake! Heard about this cake stuff. <laughs> never had it. Never actually tasted it. Uh, hooray for you. <laughs> you're a winner. I don't. And you're I legitimately, total. every time I mention Wreck-It Ralph, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that was a movie. That was pretty decent. And then, like, that's the most I ever hear about it. Man, and usually I'm the one to bring it up. Yeah. All right. Well, that's an interesting development. Okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, they really. It's a good movie. Yeah. I just didn't. The no second one is going to be Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, and I'm him not, and Vanellope uh, I'm not sure go about break that it. premise, but... I'm so excited! We'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Don't... <laughs> we get to strangle his... <laughs> he, When he falls asleep, he'll yawn and then smack his lips. Okay, so, video games. So, uh, Teddy, you like, you like Nintendo... You, uh, on occasion. If you were going to uh, play, if you were going to stream a Nintendo game on the YouTube service, you're shit out of luck. Not. You are shit yeah. out of luck. <laughs> oh, no. I wouldn't because Twitch, and I also wouldn't because you can't. Well, okay. If you if you are a Nintendo partner. Yes. In the partners so, program. It's a little complicated how that works. So if you try and put up a nintendo gameplay video you will earn no money because nintendo will take all of that money uh but they recently in the last few years they announced the nintendo's partner program where you register your youtube channel with them and they will give you a portion of the money that they get from your ads um, yeah. so you get, you, they're not taking all of it, but you don't get all of it either. You get a little bit back. So it's, it's, I guess a little bit of a compromise, but they recently changed the rules that if you are a part well, partner, you can I don't sh- think it was in the, yeah, I don't think it was in the rules. Like, I think they just added this. I don't think they like changed it. Like, I don't, I, I think before it didn't even mention streaming. Well, yeah. So I, and now they're like banning it. Yeah. So, well, on YouTube, I don't think they have said anything about yeah. Twitch. So if you want to, and which is weird, I mean, there's not 
re- that's not really how you make money on Twitch. So like, it's not you're not making money from ads. Uh, you make you it. You can, but it's minimal. Yeah, sort of. So that's not really. If you run an ad, you lose something like thirty percent of your viewers, though. Yeah. 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 Depends, but yeah, a lot of the time. Which also, fun fact, affiliates. We have at this point most of the things that partners have. One of the only things we don't have is the ability to run ads, which they said will be coming, but I thought that was going to come way before subs because I thought that would be not as big of a thing, but I don't know. I just I think, think that's Twitch weird. makes more money off of subs, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I probably... I imagine they're going for whatever they can make the most money off of if they're extending these benefits to us. But yeah. uh, it's, I feel like this uh, announcement is related to the PewDiePie incident. And it seems like that has kind of spawned a lot of changes in terms of YouTube and gaming that a lot of people have been getting demonetized for their videos and people have kind of been pulling back on the YouTube side of of that. <sighs> which That's that's I, been happening for years. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it just only gets worse. It it's if you're if you are a YouTube side Let's Player, it's not looking great. It seems like a lot of more people are going to come over Twitch or just try and find other ways of making it work. But, yeah, this... I remember back in the day when everybody that I knew was just YouTubers and they just did YouTube. They have a Patreon. They didn't stream on Twitch. And now it's 2017. I do not know of a YouTuber that doesn't live stream, as far as I'm aware. I mo- And if they do... Or don't most a lot of them also have Patreons? Like YouTube just can't you can't fully make a living off that anymore. I mean it it kind of seems like that's just the way things are going in general. Of like people don't make money from traditional means anymore of like ads or whatever. You get your money straight from the people who enjoy your content. Even with something like you know Kickstarter you don't have companies giving you the money for games. You have the people who are going to play your games. We've been cutting out the middle people. Uh, so, you know, if, if someone enjoys your content and is watching it, then you're like, hey, support me on Patreon. So that's that's the people who are pay, paying to, to support you these days as your actual viewers. So it's kind of yeah, just... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. It, it's just changing the dynamic of monetization and and so these changes of like nobody wants you know nintendo's pulling out because you can still live stream on youtube of nintendo's games you just can't be a nintendo partner that's just incentivizing you to not run ads not make money the traditional way ask people to donate or support your patreon or you know pay you directly instead of trying to get it from you know, ads or, or other means. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty dumb. The The thing is, is like after the PewDiePie incident, Nintendo very much is uh, Nintendo when it comes to a lot of stuff like this. They always have been, and I think they always will. But they're... Um, I would think that they would be banning this because... They don't want somebody... A live stream is not something you can curate and, like, edit out something that happens. But uh, it's it's all live. So 
I would think they would be doing that just to censor to like be safe as to who's playing because they can't control it. But in that case, they would ban all live streams on all platforms, no matter if you're a partner or not. But in this case, it's just for the partner and just on YouTube. Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Well, it, maybe it's something of like they don't want to be associated. Like that, you know, you're not if you if you were a partner of YouTube. Or a partner of yeah. a Nintendo and something went down, then people would go, oh, the Nintendo partner, blah, 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 did this thing. Yeah, I guess you're more associated with them in that case. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. So they're kind of separate. And and they've kind of got, they said like, oh, you can live stream if you did it from a separate account that is not... Um, associated with the nintendo partnership and stuff so they they have like weird workarounds i don't know it's it's very convoluted it seems like they're definitely just trying to distance themselves from an incident like this like the pewdiepie situation um but speaking of nintendo shutting things down the wii shop will be shutting down in 2019 do you own a wii teddy I do not actually. I used to. Darian, are you a Wii owner? No. Well, I played a Wii. Both both of us. Well, they, no, Darian didn't play the Mario Kart on the Wii, but I played a original Wii last night, and I used to have a Wii. It it's it was a bad system. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I don't know if we it's can say that. It's a decent system. But... It had GameCube backwards compatibility, so like it's that's pretty okay in my book. <laughs> the, the controller yeah. was not great. But I don't yeah. mind the Wii Motes. I don't like the the uh, oh god, what are the Switch Joy Cons? Yeah, I don't like Joy Cons. They're too small. The, I liked the Wii Motes a lot. I think the Joy Cons are good, but they're very small. If they're they just were just too a little small. Bit, I have normal human, good. like American people hands. Not like <laughs> Asian people. I think statistically are smaller, and so okay, yeah. Like I, it's designed by Asian Asian people. I imagine they just kind of I don't know. But so that's where my mindset comes from. Is I'm a normal size. I'm actually kind of a big, bigger American. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a tall for a girl. I'm definitely I'm big. Bigger. I got big hands. Well, yeah. You're a monster. <laughs> I'm a monster. I probably have smaller hands. I'm like 5'8". <laughs> no, Space Jam was not this episode. Hashtag episode yeah, two. Yeah, this was last episode. Let's calm, let's calm it down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, no, the Wii so Shop like, The Joy-Cons are too small. Oh, yeah. the, I like that they gave you enough, like, a over a year advance notice like hey we're closing this down yeah. in a year and three months like yeah uh, it also affects the wii u like wii shop oh does well. it like, i thought it was just the yeah. original wii it does okay well the to play wii games on the wii u you have to go into the wii mode oh like you, that's it right. like turns your wii u into so, a wii. yeah some wii virtual u. console games you have yep. to go into the original wii Yep. As well. So it's gonna affect the access uh, them. Yeah. Okay. Well, mainly for when it comes to buying the things, I'm sure you'll. You know, I mean, you'll be able to play them, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It says you can still have access to all of your content. You just can't yeah. purchase it further. Hopefully, they will bring out the virtual console to the Switch before 2019, so <laughs> you can play it over there. But still, no word on that. We'll see how that goes. Uh. Last story for this week. 
Three, four, three. Which we should. What? I was gonna say we should go over it real fast, cause if we we cannot if we did it in the middle, then I feel like we wouldn't cover much and we'd be like if we go over it real fast. It's very it's a very detailed story. So I kind of want to just go through the basics of it. Okay, three, four, three. Uh, the makers of uh, the new Halo games rescinds job offer to Halo community member over forum post. Teddy, you wanna hit the highlights? Sure. I just. The the thing is is like it's a really complicated, really deep like there's a lot of backstory to it and it kind of involves a lot of drama. So I pretty much just want to say the guy was uh, I believe he's working at Treyarch. He wanted to uh, he he talked about like going home and as soon as he got home from work he was like messing around the Halo Forge mode and like just playing Forge and and doing stuff like that and that's pretty much what he wanted to do and eventually he did get a job offer uh for for halo and to work at 343 um but somebody dug up one of his forum posts i believe it was from july that pretty much was saying uh he was saying something along the lines of that he doesn't think anyone at 343 deserves their jobs and was talking like that and uh because someone dug that up they uh 343 uh was like no you're not gonna get hired here and he pretty much the one thing is though he wrote a letter or a a forum post i think uh at the end pretty much saying i had already left my other job i was like in the process of moving when this all happened like it's all messed up but i'm not looking for pity i legit just wanted to say they have every right to do this i shouldn't have acted like that and the moral of the story is don't be a dick online. Yeah. Your online presence is your presence. Yeah, if so. you want to do anything that involves you not being a dick on the internet, don't be a dick on the internet at all because that will come back Someone like will find it. A random this dude's random blog post, some or not a uh, forum post. Somebody found because the guy said, "Oh, I got the job." And somebody was like, oh, what did this guy used to post and found this deal and brought it out. And now he does not have the job and he is yeah. his he is jobless. He is homeless um, because. Well, I did hear after the fact that uh, a lot of people reached out to him from different companies being like, hey, man, well, we can help. You know, we, we might have an opening for you because he handled it really well afterwards. He 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 legit was like i wish i could take what back what i said it was stupid like he he it was pretty much not like no excuses like no bullshit just like no that was me being dumb like, that was stupid yeah uh so yeah he did get like he did get some people reach out to him so i don't know in the end it's uh it ended decent but yeah just uh don't be a dick online because one just don't be a dick you know don't don't be rude just be nice people and uh two you could not get a job when you want to get a job. Yeah, like as especially as streamers, as people heavily involved in the gaming community, the stuff we do will come back. I mean, if 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 uh, Destiny ends up, uh, Destiny three comes out, and they're like, "Oh, Teddy loves uh, Destiny. Let's offer him a partnership." And it's like, actually. Test, uh, Teddy said some really bad stuff this one time. He said, fuck Bungie, and they're all awful. No, no. Yeah, so Um, always just be a good person. 
and and del- delete your, not that hard. Sometimes. Delete your bad posts if you get a nice job. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just don't tell people. What have I said negatively in the past three years? I need to go delete all of it. Yeah. Delete all the VODs. <laughs> I'm just Jeez. deleting all of my accounts. You're never here. <laughs> I don't have an online presence. What's your Twitter? I, I, I don't, I've never had Twitter. What's Twitter? On- <laughs> What's a Twitter? What's the internet? Never. I don't know who I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> Can we talk through mail? I'll send mail you a letter. <laughs> okay. Well, with the news done, it is time for us to get into the topic of the show. And this one's, get, like, last few have been a little bit heavy. we get some heavy stuff. But we're just going to talk about what games we're looking forward to for the rest of 2017. Darian. Which should be relatively quick. Yeah. Darian. It, uh, what do you want to play? I got... I, there was two, I thought. Oh. But all I remember is Super Mario Odyssey. I'm kind of excited for that one. What... what should be. What makes you excited about it? Uh... Mario. <laughs> he's, he's Actually, super. the Amiibos. No, no, no. Wait, I read this really cool article about the Amiibos, and the Amiibos they're releasing are really cute, but, like, the way that they're handling the Amiibo uh, interaction is different. Like, you don't necessarily have to have Amiibos to get the Amiibo-exclusive content. Oh, that's cool. I think I is what that said. Yeah, there's there's different ways that they're doing it, which is kind of cool. Like, it's it's opening it up so that people who live in a place where it's harder to get certain amiibos or can't afford to get amiibos can still access some of that content and it's different from how games have been for the past you know how many years because it's like they can just use microtransactions or make you buy additional content if you want it it's optional content whatever um they make it so that you can access all of it even without their extra stuff for this one supposedly so that's kind of exciting you walked away what does he have a headset on yeah. Oh, how long no. are your huh? how long are your headphones? I've got an extension cord uh, attached to them, so they're. Oh, I was like, he just got up and walked away. <laughs> like, fine, <laughs> I won't talk anymore. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I just grabbing my amiibos. Oh, a few of them. Oh. I, that that Woolly that game, Yoshi. Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah, yeah. I found. Uh, uh, came out on my birthday. Or, no, no, what's the, something came out on my birthday concerning that game. Maybe it was the Amiibos. Maybe. Okay. Well, while she's looking into that, Teddy, what are you excited about? Oh, way too many things. All right, here we go. I got a list. We got a Google document right here. Uh, So, I wanted this to be the topic of the show because uh, last night I was talking to Eric and I started going over this list and then I started opening up my calendar and being like, oh, it doesn't stop. So literally, okay, this Tuesday, you know, prestige raid and this one too. I'm excited about that. Uh, also, this Tuesday, Shadow of War is this Tuesday, uh, October 10th. Next Tuesday is South Park the Fractured But Whole, uh, October <laughs> 17th, which is still a fantastic name. There's nothing, uh, at least on my list, this is all my personal stuff. Uh, the week after that, it, the Tuesday after that is the October twenty fourth. There's nothing on that Tuesday, but then the Friday. Destiny two on is... PC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um. On yeah. So it goes Shadow of War that Tuesday. Next Tuesday South Park. Next Tuesday Destiny two on PC. And then the Friday is the Wolfenstein two, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Super Mario Odyssey 
all on that day all on that friday what are you doing somebody move your date please um and then uh after that let's see that was the 27th the next thing on my list is yeah uh world war ii uh comes out the friday after that one so all those games are on yeah the war comes out on front no uh it's coming back the uh the friday that's big is october 27th and then the next friday is november 3rd and that's called do you world war ii and then the tuesday after that is the horizon zero dawn dlc and then let me check here yeah and then not the tuesday after but the friday after is star wars battlefront 2 and that's uh the main bit for the fall because the next game i have listed on my thing is nino kuni 2 which is january so doesn't count um but yeah all of those (laughs) games are like there's at least one game each week each week it doesn't stop i don't have any what is this madness i want all of them but i that's a lie i have one more two and destiny 2 on pc pre-ordered but the rest i don't if you could if you could only pick one game the rest of the year what would you pick off of those like one more no, to get you can, only one game of of those games you have to pick one well, the, yeah. yeah so only one of the ones upcoming yeah like okay um <sighs> shadow forest southburg wolf Creed. honestly i would never have thought that i would say this but at this point because of how much i like the beta it's between Battlefront 2 and Assassin's Creed Origins. I would probably go with Assassin's Creed Origins because it's been it's been two years now, so I'm very ready for a new Assassin's Creed game. I'm I'm waiting to, and that's gonna have a lot of content. I'm waiting to hear the reviews. If people are like, yeah. uh, great, just get it right now," then I will I will yeah. play it. But, uh... there's no way that game's gonna be any more or any less than eights. It's gonna come out and people are gonna be like, "It's pretty great. It's pretty good. Pretty great." Just like seven to eight. I, I think I think I would need a nine ten for me to. You're not you're not gonna get nines. You're you're not gonna get tens. I think you could maybe get some nines from certain places, but you're, there's no way anyone scores that game a ten. Yeah, so I'll probably I'll probably spit that one out. I'm not. Which is not a, a weird thing to expect. A ten for for Assassin's Creed? They, like I mean, I'm not expecting it. I'm de- uh, yeah. So they would have to surprise me, is what I'm saying. Yeah, me. I just you know, um, that's sad. Don't ever only play masterpieces, kids. Play good and great games as well. Teddy, good games are fun. It's 2017. Like if if you're not playing only masterpieces, then you don't have time. You're, you're, you're... Then you're playing League of Legends. I mean, wow. I mean, that's possible. The year of masterpieces. Probable. Yeah, but like. But what if you want to... You need to have different experiences as well. What if you finish your Horizons and your Zeldas, like, and your Marios, you know? Only, and your Marios. play Masterpieces and Indie Games. I disagree wholly with that philosophy. Speaking of which, <laughs> uh, this is a little bit off topic, uh, but... So I sub- subscribe to something called Humble uh, Bundle Monthly. It's offered through the Humble Bundle store where you can get bundles of games and stuff. Um, and Humble uh, Bundle will send you, uh, like, five or six games every month. Uh, you pay a uh, price and stuff. 
And I was just looking at the description for some of these games. So check this out. This is called The Shrouded Isle. Uh, this is the, the description they listed. As the high priest, uncover and purge heretics to prepare for the awakening of your beloved God un be beneath the waves. In this cult manager, there are sinners aplenty, and not all are eager to confess. Five powerful aristocrat families help maintain the village, seeking salvation through book burning, monument building, and heretical investigations. Choose one advisor from each family to assist in their ancient appointed task. However, each season you must make the ultimate choice and designate a human sac sacrifice. That is like a cool concept for a game. A cool concept. It's real creepy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> throwing that out there. There, there, there are some really cool indie games out there so if you are not like if you are only playing triple a games you are missing out on some very cool experiences yeah like if you've never played little inferno you've missed out i have no idea what that game is missed out oh my gosh you should look it up can you, can you uh, I, mean, it? That, I mean i mean you you sit in front of uh or you're i think it's I don't know what the world is based off of, but you are in your home and you just have this little inferno and it's a fireplace that you throw things into to start it on fire. And it'll the stuff you start on fire will drop coins and you use those coins to buy stuff from the catalog and you just burn shit. You just, just put shit in there and you burn it. It's very satisfying um, because, like, you, you burn things like blocks and, like... Um, uh, popcorn and like or a corn cob and it turns into popcorn and like you just just burn everything you buy stuff and you burn it and then it drops coins and you use those coins to buy more stuff and you burn it and it's great so is okay. this a clicker is this a clicker game but with burning yeah. stuff well it's not okay. a clicker game at all you just click and drag it's a click and drag i mean but okay. it's it's incremental Kind of, you're buying you, stuff to get more stuff, kind of thing. You're buying stuff to get more stuff, and there's a story at the end, sort of. It's it, it definitely spurs a lot of like thoughts when you're done, because there's there's something after you've burnt everything in the catalog. Um, but it's a very satisfying game. Like uh, one holiday, me and my ex traveled with our gaming laptop, and we just sat and played that game for like four hours. <laughs> No, I, I love indie games. Some of my favorite experiences are indie games. I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I love Rogue Legacy. It's one of my favorite experiences with a game. I, Rogue Legacy is awesome. Like, I, lo I love indie games. But there's just not much coming out the rest of the year. There was a lot that came out earlier in the year that I have on my list that I still want to buy, but uh, haven't yet. Uh, but there's not much that I'm super interested in, uh, coming on the, coming out the rest of the year when it comes to that. Uh, so. okay. So let me talk about my list, uh, quick. Uh, let me see. <laughs> so Stardew Valley just came out, which I really want to play, but I'm waiting for co-op. So I'm going to hold off on that. Don't. What I are you played doing? it on PC, so they need to add co-op for okay, me to play more. It's fine. Um, it's fine. I guess. I mean. Just play because I I'm great. I'm looking forward to Shadow of War. I hear it's basically more of the previous game, and s some people are saying the microtransactions are bad. Some say it's fine. Uh, well, I'll probably play it regardless. Just check it out. Um, 
I bet it's fun. Shadow or uh, South Park. I'm not in a hurry to play, but I probably will play. But oh man, God, some of the scenes from the last game just I'm scarred. I love South Park so much, dude. I I said this before. Last I think or I don't know. Probably didn't say it on this show because you know video game show. But when uh, South Park came back for this season, as soon, I was like, "Oh man, it's back! I'm so excited!" I didn't even realize it was like back, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Yes, the first episode's on!" And I started watching it. Within 60 seconds, I was laughing harder than I had in months. I was like, "This is so good!" And as soon as the theme music came on, too, I was like, "Yeah, South Park, let's go!" I love South Park, and the new season so far has been really good, and I'm very excited for the game. I need to pre-order it. I just remember, I, w- I was trying to, spending like a very long time trying to remember what movie you had not seen. Like, I know you haven't oh, seen Space Jam. South Park, you haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I haven't, which is weird because I love that show so much. But I didn't find out that there even was a movie until I finished watching like 18 seasons. We're, we're definitely going to start like a movie night or something and, and teach you. Movies. Hey man, I'm going to the movies every Sunday. Well, see yeah, new movies every Sunday, bro. You need to I'm see on, the I'm on the track. I, you know, one step at a time. No, no. <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> uh, do do Uh, I might play Destiny Two on PC, but I've kind con- like I'm not even playing on PS4. I probably won't play on PC. I, I doubt it. I will. Uh, Hit me uh, up. Assassin's Creed. Do it, Origins. Darian. You better. She's not going to. I I doubt she will. <laughs> if somebody if somebody buys it for her, she will. But otherwise, do it, chat. <laughs> Uh, Assassin's Creed Origin, if it gets really good reviews. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, I'll play. I'm honestly not as excited as everybody else is. Uh, but See, I'll you have all play. this disposable income, and you're not as excited as I am. I have zero disposable income, and I'm <laughs> excited about everything that I can't play. I mean... This is, like, I... three different places. Like, Bryce is, like, can't be entertained. Teddy's, yeah. like, I need everything, but I can't afford it. And I'm just, yeah. like, I can't afford to look at it. I can't afford to look at the nice things. <laughs> yeah, because then you I, want I, the nice things. And then... I, Darian's See, just, like, I play League of Legends. You're pretty much of Legends. Am, it's free to play. You have more self-control. <laughs> yeah. T- T- Teddy's, <laughs> like, I can't afford that. And then, like, Teddy's, like, oh, I just, I just played Divinity. I can't afford I'm this. Like, I just okay. bought this thing. I can't uh, afford it. But I got it. We're talking about how I can't afford it. I may have bought, I may have gotten popcorn in the movie theater today when I didn't want to because I was going to save money. But then I was like, I'm getting a water bottle. Might as well throw in a popcorn. And then I was like, so, you know, it's not good. Maybe it's not good. You, you, next time I'm not going to. Hopefully. (laughs) The story of Wolfenstein looks so cool, but after watching the trailer. I tried playing the last last Wolfenstein, and that gave me motion sickness. So I don't. Maybe if I got it on PC, where I could get a better draw distance. I played I... Wolfenstein for the first time in the summer, and I played through all of it, and I beat it, and it was awesome. It got me very excited for two. I I mean I hear I hear it's a really great game. It's just I I can be prone to motion sickness uh, mm. with with like first person shooters that are very like closed in. Yeah. Um, so. Low FOV. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe if I got it on PC, it might be fine. Probably uh, because you could probably uh, turn off motion blur and yeah. raise the FOV. Uh, I have not cared about a Call of Duty for a very long time, so no, that's not. Uh, is the new Need for Speed game supposed to be good? Need for Speed Payback? Yeah, I think so. 
I know two racing games at IGN. They're talking about, uh, I think, on GameScoop or Unlocked. Can they sure. just remake Need for Speed Underground 2? Or Need for Speed 2 Underground or whatever? You, you pronounced Burnout wrong. The game you're looking for is Burnout. I think you're. Uh, no, I think Need for the Speed Underground Two. Looking for it's called. No, Mod they need Nation to remake that Racers. one. God, they don't even no. need to remake it. They just need to update it with like slightly better Nation graphics. Nation. Put it on PS4. Dude, I will buy Mod that. Mod Nation the Racers shit out of is so it. good. It's so good. I never played that one. Don't I fight me about this, Bryce. I love Underground Mod Nation too. Racers. They're never okay. gonna make another one, but I love it so much. I- I will play the story of Star Wars Battlefront 2. I like I said, I didn't love the multiplayer. Uh, maybe maybe uh, while I'm with it, I'll definitely check out the other maps. So maybe there's more. Uh, I will be checking out Fallout 4 VR because I'm de- like I have the vibe. Anything that comes out on VR, I definitely like. Ooh, what's this about? So having a full game, if it's if. If people are like, yeah, the VR works, and they're basically rebuilding the game, because you have to rebuy it. It's not like a mod for uh, Fallout. It's a whole new $60 experience. Uh, I will I will definitely mess around with that. That that's that could be super cool. Like, going through the Fallout universe in VR could be really cool. Uh, speaking, sure. speaking of indie games... Uh, Hello Neighbor is going to be coming out here at the end of December. And I saw the trailer for that. That looks really cool. So, Teddy, you haven't heard of Hello Neighbor, have you? No, I have not. So, basically, you sneak into your neighbor's house, and he's kind of crazy and stuff, and you have to, like, hide from him and uncover the secrets of his house. And, like, it's a bunch of, like, puzzles and stuff you have to solve and it's definitely something uh check out the trailer uh when you're done listening to the podcast or if you're on the podcast when you're done recording it uh <laughs> and check it out uh it's actually looks super cool um but that's that's about it i mean that's what like four games so i mean that's still a lot of gameplay and then i'll definitely be you know playing more destiny and messing around with uh Whatever indie games catch my eye. Your amount of maybes makes makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, I just there hasn't been a game that's really got me excited in a while. So that's sad. Oh, I get, maybe, I, but at the same time, I get excited about too much. It's it's yeah. I should probably. Rice is just holding out for that game. Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, that that comes out is gonna be like nope. I'm I'm over here now. Yep, same. <laughs> I, that's I, all I want. That's the only game I'm excited for, and since it still doesn't have an official release date, I don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> Remember, like, two years ago when the voice of Goofy said it was coming out that year? Goofy? <laughs> oh, I mean, he probably got confused and thought it was, like, the, like, prequel or the... I remember in 2014 when they released some of, like, the gameplay stuff at that uh, E3 but they also announced the Final Fantasy VII remake. I was working at a bank at that time, and I had time in between phone calls so I could like sit and watch videos. And I was bawling at my desk because I was like, look at how beautiful this game is going to be. Look at how exciting it is to be a part of 2014. They're going to remake <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Like, my life is complete. 
<sighs> Did you uh, play? I hope you realized how far away that game was. Actually, it was 2015. But yeah, it's yeah. been. There's not an official release date for either one of them. So I'm just. I like... don't know, man. As soon as both of those were announced, uh, especially the seven, especially Final Fantasy VII remake, I'm like, that is years away. I'm like, that's at least three to four years away, man. There's no it way. Sucks though, because what if they release another new? console because like that's why kingdom Hearts 3 they waited to release that because like ps4 eh. was coming out yeah. and they're like well yeah. stuff like that they they work with the they work with sony and stuff with dates so it wouldn't Just, be uh, it, they wouldn't uh, f them over too bad with that kind of stuff if anything it would be released on playstation 4 and playstation 5 yeah well, if yeah. anything it'd be like both yeah Ooh. uh okay let's get into questions uh, it bounce, because I want to play Star Wars Battlefront 2 before the beta ends. <laughs> Let's take as long as possible to answer yeah. questions. T- Teddy keeps interrupting <laughs> with how he wants this to end so that we're not I mean, ending. We are an hour and 44 minutes in. I wanted to shoot for an hour. <laughs> Teddy. Whose okay. fault is that? Do you, <laughs> do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com slash submit. Submit a question, comment. Or your pick for best Stardew wife. Stardew Valley wife. I'm going to cut this out. It's just Abigail. No, I'm going to redo this. Sebastian. Nobody talked. (laughs) Do you want to be part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your pick for best Stardew Valley wife for us to read on the show. Now, questions. Grunt Cooker sent in a question. As Twitch streamers, what is the best advice you can give to people wanting to try out streaming themselves? Darian, what do you say? <laughs> Why do you always throw it at me? Because you talk the least. <laughs> I want to give you opportunities to talk. You gotta be quick on feet, you know? I, I'm not, I can't be quick on my feet. Teddy, on, what's, what's your response? Uh, I saw Grant put this earlier and I was like, I don't want to give the fucking stupid normal answer of consistency, which is true, whatever. Uh, but the, uh, no, I mean, set your goals and like what you want to get out of it uh, and just do it for fun. Just have fun. Um, if streaming ever gets like, if, if I ever get into a point where I'm like, man, like nobody's showing up ever, you know what I mean? Uh, I just remember, like, started doing this for fun. I mean, it's just fun to do it. I mean, streaming is fun. That is why you should do it in the first place. And it's really the only reason why you should start doing it. Uh, just remember back and, and, and just have a good old time, you know, hanging out, chatting with some friendos. Darian, do you have a response now? Uh, yeah. So when I first started out, I was told, yeah, consistency is important. Having a set schedule so that they know when to tune into you is important. Um, but also getting the support of the people around you helps a lot. Like I told my family early on, like, you don't have to watch me stream. I don't want you to watch me stream. (laughs) But if you have it playing in the background and you have that viewer, that'll help me grow and get other actual viewers and like help build an audience so like having the support of the people around you is pretty important also knowing the program you're working with is helpful i started out with a program that i had no grips on and then i updated to a different program and now everything is so much better so make sure you know what you're streaming with do you go from xplit to obs uh i don't remember what i started out with first 
the second one I used is OBS, and now I use OBS Studio, and I like that one a lot better. Uh, pretty much everyone uses OBS Studio at this point. I was using XSplit up until recently, but I was having issues, so I switched over to OBS. I tried using XSplit for like a week. I could, I or not even a week. I couldn't even get a broadcast live with it. I had, I had no idea how to run it. I was just like, "What is this? I'm going to OBS. Like, fuck this." Um, my advice would be uh, focus on making friends. Uh, because I mean, if you're just looking at as people as viewers, you're gonna fail because they're not gonna stick around like if they're your friends they're gonna come and support you no matter what like you know playing games with uh, people will make them want to watch and uh you know they'll help you build a community of people who care about you and your stream and help you grow and uh definitely learn about how to improve like every stream try and do one thing better if that's fixing audio issues or improving your graphics or just learning to talk better and communicate um you know after 10 streams 20 streams 100 streams you're gonna have a quality stream that people are gonna want to tune into and like improving is is the best way to do that uh anything else you guys got don't forget to read chat <laughs> yeah darian <laughs> that's like basic 101 right there i i, I, I mean i've been streaming for like two years and i'm awful at reading chat so <laughs> going off of literally what both of them said uh networking network 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 don't uh that is the sometimes uh in my case a lot of times like the only way to grow uh it's like a lot of times if you're stuck and like no one's ever coming into the chat like, just go make friends. Find a community similar to your size and try and make friends with people. I mean, yeah, I was really struggling, uh, and then I joined the kind of funny uh, best friend streaming community and had all of these people that uh, both like wanted to come check out my stream and also help support me and like uh, you know support my struggles, help me learn. So definitely. Like, I think that should be the first thing you do, or maybe the second thing you do along with just streaming once, but go find a community of other streamers to help you grow and learn and stuff, and then that, that'll cover half your bases of, hey, you have friends, you have viewers, you have a, a di people who help you learn. But don't just do it. I made a mistake early on. Uh, someone told me, hey, try to join a team. Oh, don't I do can that. Don't do that. Don't don't worry about team. Just find other streamers that you get along with and you like. And I have a whole bunch of people that I love to talk about and I think are genuinely awesome, inspiring streamers. Like, get a list of that and host them and talk with them and get to know their community. And it's pretty great. Networking is really important. Yeah. I will say though, uh, not all uh, not all. Teams are bad if you can find a if you can find a good team it can totally. Oh help. yeah, no, I'm not saying teams are but bad. Just, I'm just saying uh, don't rare. go out of your way to try to find one. I spent yeah. like a month like yeah, I want to join rare. a team it's hard and to find. like yeah. I had a team that I was trying to join and they denied me and I was heartbroken and I was like yeah yeah why? don't yeah <laughs> yeah don't be super so, yeah don't, don't get too 
obsessed with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, don't sure. don't focus on like I gotta yeah. do this one thing. Like, focus more on like your actual relationships with people, not your yeah. superficial yeah. ones. I guess. Um, we have another question that a uh, person named Bryce wrote in. Uh, he <laughs> says, "What is the most important element of a video game for you? Story, gameplay, genre, etc." I saw this and I was like, are we allowed to ask our own questions now? What is this? I was thinking Um, of like, it could be the topic of the show, but I was like, no, it's kind of short. Let me, let me just throw it in as a question. So yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it depends. Most of the time it's gameplay, but it it depends. Uh, I, I would like to say it's something else, but then I think about all the games I play and it's like, no, I mean, a lot of times I just like a game that feels good. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> Darian uh, mine's kind of a mix of gameplay and story like I've played games that have really good gameplay but I can't play for long periods of time because there's nothing catching my attention I need gameplay and story like a good story That like I like games that I ugly cry to <laughs> so like games that can get in my, my emotions with Sounds the story like, like that's awesome yeah oh my god <laughs> if that you game want is hard. a game that will destroy you emotionally play yeah, thanks, but... play the beginner's guide it was made by oh be- god i actually did play that oh you did did it like yeah. super mess with you when it got to the end no but it was not it was not a fun experience yeah, it's it was very emotional. I would it say did, but it, it didn't just destroyed it. Like, I I had to like stop and go find someone to talk to about this experience because it just like was like whoa, I'm everything I did. You guys watch I Mother? Is gone. What? Yeah, did you go see the movie Mother? No. Oh. Teddy, you're you're go to the movie guy. Did you see Mother? No, and I'm not going to next week, but I'm going to see it next week. So, <gasps> Last week, I saw Baby Driver again. This week, I saw Blade Runner 2049. Chat, everybody. I almost said chat. I'm too used to streaming. Everybody, go see Blade Runner 2049. If I can find someone to go with, Such I a good movie. Uh, go by yourself. Go by yourself. Also, real talk, I love going to movies by myself. This is why I started doing it. Uh, I actually, my mom wanted to see Blade Runner 2049 as well today, so she... Uh, came and I saw it with her as well, and I was and honestly not as good as an experience. I mean, I like my mom and everything; it was cool hanging out. But I going by myself, man, it's so good because you can go on your own schedule. You can just go, you like, you can chillax, you get your own seat. You know, it's just it's great. I like it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna see it next week, but not Mother. I've heard it's a good movie. Mother, really. It inspired me to get the book, so now I'm listening to like the original audiobook. Yeah. And it's very good. <laughs> uh I think for me, uh gameplay or not gameplay, uh well gameplay definitely takes a back seat to story because like everybody's talking about how good uh golf story is. And my first question to somebody was like, How is the story? Um and because it's it's got supposed to have all these RPG elements and like the tutorial is supposed to be your dad teaching you how to play game, uh, golf. So it's like, oh, this seems like it's going to have a really cool story. And when they were like, oh, no, like it's got a story, but it's not that deep. I kind of like I got less excited. So it definitely has to have good gameplay. 
Uh, but I will not. I do not care about games that are only gameplay. Like, I would never play League of Legends and even Overwatch. I'm like mad because I I need to care about the gameplay. I I need to get something story wise out of the experience. That's super interesting. I'm like such the opposite. I'm like. If there's a good story, then awesome. That's a great bonus. Like, I don't... I definitely don't ever need it. I mean, I played Call of Duty for, like, years and years and, like, only Call of Duty. <laughs> like, I was just... Uh, like, even today, fucking everybody's golf. There's no story in everybody's golf. It's just satisfying gameplay. Yeah, but, I can uh, If there's a good story, then I'm down. If, well. if, yeah, if I mean, nice. I guess the games I play don't really have story. But, like, I, I read up on a lot of League of Legends lore because I'm interested <laughs> in it. But obviously the gameplay and the story don't usually coexist. Like, they do events every once in a while when something's happening to kind of, like, go with the lore. But it's the same game (laughs) every time, so... Uh, There's, like, a small exception of something that the gameplay will create a story. Like the game uh, RimWorld, where you're, like, building out a base and each character is kind of developed enough that like they they have bone like arms and legs and stuff and they can have their legs injured and you have to cut off their leg and characters will get married and stuff so i got very invested in the story of my rim world colonists of like oh the two of my colonists got married but this other colonist who just joined wants to have an affair and i was like <laughs> no no, you go sleep in your own bed. I hate you. <laughs> I hope I hope a bear kills you, but I kind of want you alive because like I do need somebody to grow these plants. So, if they if they if the gameplay can create a story, I'm all about that, but I Tetris or Call of Duty or something that is only playing the same thing over and over, I'm out. Do not care. I'm down for it. Okay. Uh, we just got uh questions submitted by Kix, uh, asking what is everyone's top played games? As in, like most time spent. I would assume. Top played games? I, yeah, I get. I, that sounds like most time spent in a game. Yeah. Um, Destiny One. I have like twelve hundred hours. After that, it's like it goes like Destiny, um, World of Warcraft, and then League, in that order. Really, leagues up yeah. there. Hmm. I have like three hundred hours in league or something. Um, and then probably this is one of those where it's like it's not documented, but Black Ops One is probably like probably pretty close to either league or WoW. Like I played a lot of Black Ops One back in the day. Uh, Darian, I feel like I know this, but what's your answer? <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> no, my I think League has finally surpassed. Uh but I had a lot of hours logged into Kingdom Hearts 2. I replayed that game easily 50 times. Like that was that the is... only game I played in high school. <laughs> really? That is quite surprising. I played a lot. I went for I I finished the game with 100% a couple of times on the original PS2. Um, and then when the remakes came out, I played them again. <laughs> but I guess Jeez. I think LOL <laughs> just recently surpassed that one. Uh, 
I guess the one after that, uh, Kingdom Hearts League, and then uh, Final Fantasy VII. What's my top your three most played games. summoner name? So when you go on Wasted on LOL, it says I've just wasted 97 hours. So it's not accurate at all. Oh, uh, okay. I've probably spent 97 hours in the past month. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly have no idea. Uh, I would yeah, honestly, I mean, maybe Minecraft. I, I, I don't stick with games very long, so... Yeah, I mean, you're, you're Miss Story Guy, and most of the time pe when people play one game over and over, it's for the gameplay, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I definitely messed with Minecraft for a while, but it was, yeah, not something that... Anything that I was like... Good old Minecraft. This game. is my game! Oh, yeah. it only goes by ranked? Oh, uh, oh, well, that's weird. I've only spent 97 hours in ranked? Maybe this <laughs> season... <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Something's no wrong way. there. Uh, Kick sent in another question. What do you guys think about the recent announcement of RuneScape Mobile? RuneScape I did play a lot of. Maybe. That might be uh, up there. I didn't know that was announced, and I'm so fucking on board. They're turning the entire game into a mobile app. It's going to be the largest mm. phone MMO release to date. If any of you have played the game when you were younger... Do you think it's going to bring back old players? No. I'm sure it, I, no, I'm sure it would. At least a couple of people. There are a lot of people that played RuneScape when they were younger, and they could just be like, cool, use yeah, this, this app. Oh, look at that. Cool, let's try this out. I, I do know free. that uh, RuneScape seems to have a decent streaming community. I know some guys who stream it and have plenty of people who check that out. Like, it's still active. With it's its still crowd. relatively popular, yeah. Yeah, because what's cool about Rune, what they've done is they've updated the game, but they've left the classic version available to play. So if you yeah. want to be nostalgic, it's still there for you. Um, do you think RuneScape can like be as good on phones as it? I don't know. I think I think it'd be interesting. Uh, is are they just trying to make RuneScape like nothing really different? Like they're trying to make the the same thing, but on mobile? Because that's that's impressive. If so, I mean, I I think uh, so. I'm sure it'd work. Just not. It definitely wouldn't be work as intuitively, but I'm sure it'd be okay. If they if they are committing to that, then they must be confident enough that it looks like it. Uh, it's the same version you play on your computer. Uh, uh -huh. Uh, with mobile optimized interfaces and cross-platform play between mobile and desktop versions, your game, your character, anywhere. That is cool. Okay. That is cool. That like, oh, I can play on the computer, but I want to watch TV my a little friend, bit. My friend. Now I gotta talk to my friend Eric about this because Eric has been playing since years and years ago, and he has never stopped. He is still playing RuneScape. So I'll uh, I'll ask him about this, and he'll probably be like, yeah, it is pretty cool. Okay. Um, Darian, you excited for this? Uh, I didn't really play much RuneScape. Uh, More of a Club Penguin person? Yeah, I was stupid yeah, in the Club Penguin. Really? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. I was big in the Club Penguin. I was Neopets, I was but I'm older than you, youngins. Yeah. I, mm, I played a little bit of Neopets, but that was kind of... That was... 
That was another thing that my friend that had Hello Kitty, she had a ton of Neopets because her parents just let her play on the computer all the time. But when I was over there, they we weren't allowed to play on the computer. And I didn't have a computer until after that era had already passed. So, but Club Penguin, oh shit, that game. Yeah, Club Penguins <laughs> was the jam. I had a membership. I had my igloo decked out. I had so many puffles. Ooh. I love that game. Uh, I love that game. Okay. It's very bad. It's ruined by a terrible mobile app and they killed yep. the regular game. Okay, well, that they was... They killed their ep- game. They had some of the best Flash games. Oh, yeah. The sled like that coffee game? bean. Oh, yeah. Classic. The coffee oh, bean the catcher coffee was bean. my favorite. That was a good one. The pizza one was a classic. The pizza one. Yeah, you had to, like, make the pizza. It had the orders. It was, like, old-school, oh. easy-ass overcooked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you, Darian, were you paying attention to the end of uh, Club Penguin when they uh, flipped the iceberg? Oh. What? They flipped the iceberg. They programmed something in because Club Penguin was shutting down. They actually flipped the iceberg. Like, they put it in as a thing where there was a whole animation and there was, yeah, there's a YouTube video of it. It turned into a dance party, I think. Oh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, you you can definitely find the YouTube video on. It made me so happy. I was like, that's so great. Yeah. (laughs) Because I remember standing on that iceberg dancing, just dancing my life away. (laughs) I, re- I, re- I remember it. hearing you get all excited. I'm like, they flipped the iceberg. It was so cool. Oh, man. Wait. What a nice little gesture. So you know, what they, know, they knew their <gasps> community. Cute. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys should, if you're listening to the audio, you should definitely uh, check out the YouTube version at youtube.com slash geek. Because Darian's face right now is like pure excitement. The That's the video so cool. of this <laughs> is called "Tipping the Iceberg in Club Penguin" after twelve after twelve years, and it has three point four million views. And the original publisher is Pun Pun. That's important. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's the one. But yeah, they flipped over and they like had the that's dance floor. Awesome, and, oh, man. man! I have some good memories in that there. Oh, Club and Penguin. then you get free it's hats out. out of it. Th- free blue hats. Oh my god! This there was a time adorable. in Club Penguin that I used to proud myself for owning like all of the clothes, uh, especially well, not all of the clothes, but like the ones from the special events. I did. Oh, uh, it's so okay. So like Club Penguin is like officially over forever, right? Oh yeah. Like Nickelodeon I mean, ruined I don't know it, if didn't the they? App is out or anything yet? They were literally oh, it making was Disney. It yeah. Oh, Disney they had a. Oh. <sighs> That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. They have a club, club penguin rewritten, Re- rewritten. Uh, it was been a this... good show, guys. Club penguin, yeah. go out and play it. Too bad it's dead. Okay, this has been episode three of Ready Set Gamecast. Uh, if you like the podcast, uh, go to ReadySetGameCast.com for links to the podcast on all of your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube, last, youtube.com slash lastgeek. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. Uh, where can people find you, Darian? On Club Penguin rewritten. <laughs> you Club, cannot say the Club, word rewritten. Club, I can't. I don't know why. Club <laughs> Club Penguin rewritten. 
that password. That's a thing. I'm making an account right now. Dude, I'm making is. a penguin. What? I'm making a penguin. I am joining also, Club Penguin. Also, I went to Dexterity. check and see Club Penguin <laughs> Island. I went to check Club Penguin Island, which is the app that they replaced it with. Uh, and the reviews are almost entirely negative. Look at the bar. Abysmal. Look at the bar. Look at the green one. That's the positive and then oh, the negative. Oh, no. Yeah. But I'm gonna right. you know, open it for two seconds. Club Penguin. <laughs> uh, so where Twitch. can they find TV. you not on Club Penguin? Actually, you can actually find me at twitch.tv forward slash dexterity. Uh, and Twitter at the same place. And Instagram, or same name. Um, spelt D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. Uh, Teddy. Generis. Where can I find you? You can find me at, who would have ever guessed, twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris. Um, And then you can also find me on twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris. On Twitch, I stream Mondays through Thursdays, 7 to 11 p.m. Central Time, and Fridays and Saturdays, 10 to 12. Uh, we're going to be doing the Prestige Raid this Tuesday, which is when the podcast comes out. So check it out. Come on over. We're going to be doing the Prestige Raid. Hopefully we'll get it. And then the rest of the, ra- the week, I want to get my two other raids done, then maybe play some more Cuphead. Would love to see you over there. Cool. Uh, I am Last Geek on Twitter and Last Geek Plays on Twitch. Uh, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining me and for the listener for listening. Uh, see you all in two weeks. Peace. Bye.